Hey everybody, I'm Nick Davis. Welcome to Simply Not Easy, the podcast about simple action steps to improve the journey of your life as I work to improve the journey of my own. Hey, what's going on everybody? Welcome back to Simply Not Easy. Hope you're all having a fantastic day out there. So, today, Workout Wednesday, what are we hitting on, what are we focus on? Uh, no better way to start off the morning than a little bit of drugs. Uh, no, I'm kind of kidding, but actually not really kidding for this morning. So today we're talking about creatine phosphate, and this has a great essential role in our normal metabolism, normal metabolic processes, normal ways in about how we gain, maintain, create, process energy for ourselves along the way. When you hear a laser gentleman talking in the gym about, hey, I got this creatine, all this other stuff, um, what that creatine is, is that they're talking about creatine phosphate, and that's a chemical compound that's involved, um, integral, it's very integrated, it's integral to parts of our metabolism and our quote-unquote energy systems. We've reviewed this before, but our different energy systems throughout our body, they help have a different amount of output so our creatine phosphate system that can last for a very short period of time but within that short window of time can generate a massive and i truly mean massive amount of sprint fast energy along the way but we have other systems in our body that are made to last longer because if you can only last for about 15 to 20 seconds and no we're just talking in general nothing special here if you can only last that long what are you good for it to a certain extent? Um, and you've got to be able to have everything involved. Not only the other systems involved so you can actually move and perform and do things throughout, throughout those, but have those systems trained so that even if you are just doing, in theory, really quick uh, sprints like that, a lot of different football linemen drills where, you know, you're going, you need to recover a lot, but you might only be going 10 seconds at a time and the creatine phosphate system may be enough for you on most plays, on most situations. You still need to get the recovery, and so you still need to have your other systems ready and available to use. So it's not just creatine phosphate. You can use glycolysis, whether it's uh, short or long glycolysis, or aerobic anaerobic glycolysis. They've got all sorts of different names to it. Um, but then eventually for that endurance, that electron transport chain, and getting those aspects in there too. So we've got all kinds of things that we can use throughout our body, but it's about when do we use it and for what reason. So when people are taking creatine, um, you know, they have different recommendations based on dosage. I'm not going to get into very specific dosing here. Um, to be honest with you all, partly for my liability, I don't want to, you know, spit numbers out for, you know, you in particular have to do this, that, and the other dose because this is a drug, because it is a substance, because it is something that has a potential in larger high doses to have some detrimental effects um, with kidneys and toxicity and all this other stuff build up a phosphate crystals in the body especially from a long-term high level dose um, but highly encourage y'all to do your own research about that um, and be educated about that based on your own body body type um, and lean body mass for yourself that is all the mass in your body besides your fat mass but anyways, let's talk about metabolism. Let's talk about what role this uh, little key player of creatine phosphate actually plays. So our primary mode of energy throughout our system is ATP, and that's adenosine triphosphate. And what happens is our body has this beautiful, uh, romantic, explosive reaction 
which says, sweet, I need a burst of energy. Okay, my burst of energy is literally coming from my adenosine triphosphate, which means three phosphate groups. It's a uh, minimally unstable uh, molecule in the sense of the more that we are using, um, in the sense of it has a high amount of energy bouncing around. Once it kind of breaks off a phosphate from that, extra energy is released, is catalyzed into the body, and we use that energy to propel us forward and to create different cellular processes and to create action in our body. So that's our unit, that's our currency, that's our money of our cell, using that along the way. So if you have that ATP, that boom, knock off a phosphate that becomes an ADP, adenosine diphosphate. So three become two, and we got one little phosphate molecule that's floating around. Well, where does creatine phosphate come into play? Creatine phosphate is a chemical that is literally one part creatine and one part phosphate. The creatine creatinine that is um, that has its origin in the word that derives from muscle. So it comes from muscle in that area. Um, so we get it through a lot of high protein animal type foods in our diet. That's why you know it's harder for people who are perhaps vegetarian um, to obtain this. And it's typically typically in higher doses in red meat or food that's high in iron, like certain types of fish, like salmon. But, so those are typically coupled together in the diet. And diet alone may be enough for a lot of people to obtain enough creatine. I said we weren't getting into specific doses as far as creatine uh, supplementation. But on average, a day, um, if we have decent saturation throughout our muscle tissue of creatine, we kind of lose naturally two, maybe three grams of creatine a day that needs to be be replaced normally. This is not a super threshold dose where we are providing an external dose, an external supplementation for the fact of, hey, I like the effects of creatine in my body. Let me jack that up. Let me get even more creatine in there to be available and ready to use. So we've got our typical creatine as a baseline normal physiological level. Some people, of course, have issues with that. Their issues may be that they just don't train, they just don't move enough, and so that there is no stimulus, no desire within their body, their bone tissue, their cellular structure to produce, produce enough and have enough of this readily available because there's not that demand. For other people, there may be some kind of metabolic disorder at play that is not necessarily caused by purely just inactivity, but these are often linked together. So, as we continue down this road of creatine phosphate, what it is and what it does and what it is capable of doing along the way, it's really important to, it's really important to consider what its normal process is. So it takes the creatine model, the phosphate mo mo molecule, and says, I'm gonna take off my phosphate and give it back to my ADP. So now, two becomes three again, We've got our good currency, our good money again. It's kind of like, you know, a penny having a bunch of rust on it when it goes from three to two. And then you kind of scrub it clean, boom, penny's good to use again, put that in the slot machine. I don't know why I said a penny. Pennies aren't good for anything these days. But you get the idea. It's polished, it's brand new, it's ready to use. Um, and that's our currency system again. There are mechanisms in our body when we're extremely fatigued and tired to use EDP, adenosine diphosphate, and to break that off as well. It's not as much energy, it's not as efficient, but when we're gassed and retired, hey, we have the capability to use that a little bit, but more so it's used as a recycled product, whether it's by creatine phosphate or other energy mechanisms in our body to eventually turn it back to ATP and 
get a rock and roll and ready to move again. And that's the process it goes through. It's, you know, we use our normal energy. We've got the creatine phosphate to boom, come back in. And this typically, this energy system lasts a maximal of, at a, at a super threshold, at a high level, using this system, energy system in our body as a primary means. It's short spurts. It's that 10 to up to a maximum 15 seconds. This is why the 100 meter dash is such a freaking tough event where, you know, world-class athletes, Usain Bolt and others, they're around that 10 second mark, 10 to, you know, 10.1 seconds, something like that. And of course the elites being under 10 seconds. We just had recently had a high school kid for the first time ever break the 10 second threshold in a 100 meter dash, which is, uh, pretty darn incredible. I'd probably be more like a 14 for myself or something like that. I actually haven't done one um, in a long, long time, but that's uh, my guesstimation along the way for myself. If not 14 and a half, 15. But I digress. When using this system properly, it lasts a short amount of time and it's for the quick, huge power output. So thinking about this for mechanisms, doesn't do that much good in our body if we already have a normal anatomical physiological dose if you already have enough through diet in your body and now again you don't have to get just through diet with enough of other proteins along the way your liver and I believe a little bit of your kidney but mostly your liver helps to produce more creatine for yourself just like you know that there are 22 some people argue 22 amino acids but only 11 of them or 13 of them are essential. Um, you know, I, be I believe it's 13 of them are essential for vegetarians, I want to say. 11 of them are essential for us. And um, I believe when we're young kids, I, again, I have to look this up. I'm almost embarrassed not to know this offhand. But there is a difference in which, in that there may be one or two more that are additionally essential as well when we're young kids that we need, that we do not get through our metabolic processes. But just as if we get enough protein with these other ones, if we get enough creatine from our diet, and if we have enough protein in our diet, we can create new creatine for ourselves. But that just gets us to a normal physiological level. If you want the supplementation, if you want an increased dosage, an increased amount, guess what? You gotta up the ante. So that's where the supplementation comes into play. That being said, I like using this. I don't use it myself, but I like for my athletes or others using it if they are considering using it. We have to couple it with the right type of exercise. It doesn't do a damn thing in the body if you're not moving the body, right? That makes sense. We're using this for the sake of a metabolic process, so if you're not getting your metabolic system revving up and going, it's not doing a damn thing for you. If you're moving, especially with exercises that target the 10 to 15 seconds, burst, 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 you're gonna get benefit from that absolutely and you're training yourself to be better at that along the way the key is not getting reliant on it um, in terms of both relying on it for performance for your body so you actually regress later um, when you're off of that we don't like seeing that so we like to train in cycles with not having a constant dose all the time there's like we talked about before um, talk with your doctor about this there may be some conditions where it might be important whether you're a huge exerciser or not, to have a little bit of supplementation for this if you're not getting it enough through your diet or through proper liver function and it's impeding current things that are going on for yourself. But hey, that's a creatine phosphate system. That's a little bit about creatine, about what that does in the body with a good old enzyme, enzyme 
creatine phosphokinase. And creatine phosphokinase is the one that says, hey, let's say the creatine phosphate, let's borrow a phosphate and break it off and attach it somewhere else. And that somewhere else is the ADP molecule to get more energy rocking and rolling along the way. All right, everybody. Hope this was helpful. Hope you had fun. Um, all right, kids. Don't do drugs. And if you do them, do them smart, do them well, do them under education of your doctor, physical therapist, trainer, whatever it might be. All right, y'all. Take it easy.